Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Coach the Coach Radio. Brought to you by the Business Radio X Ambassador Program, the no-cost business development strategy for coaches who want to spend more time serving local business clients and less time selling them. Go to brxambassador.com to learn more. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Coach the Coach Radio, and this is going to be a fun one. Today we have with us Christine Schwartz with Reinvent Your Hustle. Welcome, Christine. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Well, I'm excited to learn what you're up to. Tell us about Reinvent Your Hustle. Um, What are you doing to serve folks? Sure, sure, definitely. Uh, Reinvent Your Hustle is a brand that I built. Uh, I've been in business for a couple of years now, came from the corporate world, and I work with female impact-driven brands. I help them build their strategic roadmaps, get very, very confident and clear in their marketing messages, in their, their marketing plans, and, and ultimately help them grow their businesses and scale. So I do that through a couple of different ways, but um, we can talk about that more. Sure. But let's talk about the, the name of your firm, Reinvent sure. Your Hustle. Um, how did that um, those words come to you? And, and what was it about that message, reinvention, hustle, that um, kind of encapsulates what you're about? Yeah, absolutely. So I was working in the corporate world and worked my way up the corporate ladder and uh, I was laid off. And I, for anyone that's been laid off or been in a situation that, you know, you're just shook, you need to figure out a way to move forward. And ultimately, I've been I've been working my way up the ladder my whole life. When they didn't give me a promotion, I went back to school. When I wasn't promoted after graduation, I took a different position. Like, you have to find new ways to reinvent yourself. And ultimately, that's where it came from, reinventing yourself, reinventing your strategy, reinventing your your whole persona and what you want to do and your vision, all the things, it just kept popping back into my head. And um, one day, the exercise I absolutely love, and for those listening, if you ever get stuck and you're trying to figure out a, a brand name or a name of something, I did the post-it exercise where I wrote down all the all the different naming conventions and the words that really pulled me in and reinvent was up there and hustle was up there. And my friend looked at me and we looked at the wall and she said to me, well, Christine, you hustle like every single day. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're right on that one. Cause we used to be bartenders. And she said, what about reinvent your hustle? And I was like, oh, I like that. I like that. That can be used in so many ways. So that's, that's truly where it came from. Now, once you had that name and kind of the mission really that goes behind the name, what um, was the thinking to kind of really go after the specific niche that you're serving? You know, it's because I was in a space where I wanted to help. I wanted to help people that were in my situation. And I think finding your niche is not the easiest thing, right? Most of us, when we start our businesses, we jump around uh, to different different potential results we want to provide our clients, different strategies and how we want to get them there, even the different potential target customer. And so for me to choose my niche, it actually took me a long time. Um, and I just realized because it took me so dang long that I wanted to help other people figure it out. I got into some conversations with with women and I realized I don't want to work. I came from retail. I don't really want to work necessarily specific to retail. I want to help 
service-based entrepreneurs, those, those women, those people that are transforming other people's lives. Like I want to see that domino effect. And once I figured that out, I realized I could pull that out of people. And so that's that aha moment where, where I figured out, oh, this is my niche. This is what I'm called to do. This is what I truly, um, where I want to focus. And that, that's truly how I discovered my niche. Now, is it a little ironic that when you're, uh, when you have a niche like you do, one of the first things that when you're counseling other people is you're instructing them to find a niche for themselves. Yeah, yeah, it's 100% ironic. I agree. And then they think that they have to serve the world because they don't want to miss out on anything. And a lot of your counsel, I would imagine, is helping them narrow their focus, not broaden it. Absolutely, right? You try to serve everyone, you end up serving no one. So um, a, a lot of the times what ends up happening is, and I had, I have this amazing client story. She, she came to me and she wrote a book. It's all about helping you create your best life. And that's great, but it's so broad. It could apply to anyone. And I said, okay, we got to narrow it down. And now, now she's an empowerment engineer. I mean, what you think about it, right? You go, you, you have a toothache. Are you going to go to your doctor? Probably not. You're probably going to go to your dentist. And even better yet, you know, if you need a particular type of cosmetic surgery or something on your tooth, you're going to go to someone that can do a root canal. So you get really specific in who can help you because you know that they're going to be the best of the best. So why wouldn't your customer ultimately want to go to the best of the best. They want to go to someone who does that, solves that problem specifically. So I do, I help them narrow that down. Um, but it, it's through process, right? It takes time um, and it takes, it takes a lot of questions and pulling, pulling those ideas out of them. Now, when you are going through that process, what are some of the roadblocks that the client has that maybe they are self-imposed roadblocks that they put in front of themselves that are kind of getting in the way for them to really narrow the focus and to get clear on the message? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, a lot of times they come in and they know that they're really good at a few different things. And so sometimes when they're really good at it, they don't know exactly what they want to focus on and they don't want to hinder, um, right, the, the big fear that people that people start out with, especially when you're starting your businesses, you know, I don't, I don't want to alienate an entire audience, you know, whether it's working with men or women, or it's, I want to work specifically with moms, or I want to work specifically with this type of service-based industry or this type of product. And they don't want to narrow in so much that they feel like no one's going to come to them. Um, it's definitely one of those mindset blocks that you have to think about it. Like you can always open that back up. You can always change what you're up to and who you're, who you're actually speaking to. I think the other piece is when we're starting our businesses, we treat it like our baby and we, we figure everybody's watching us. And it's so scary because so many people are going to judge me if I make a mistake because I took this leap and I'm starting a business, right? But ultimately we have to remember that as you, know, you may think you're a really big deal, but you're not actually that big of a deal yet. You can change, you can pivot, you can adjust. And we have to remember that not everyone is watching us as much as we think they are. So now um, walk me through what that engagement with you looks like. Are they coming to you because they are just getting started? Are they coming to you because they've reached a plateau and they're frustrated? Are they coming to you because there's a crisis? Like what is usually the um, entry point for you to begin a relationship with a new client? 
Yeah, it's both. And I, and I actually have two different programs. So I work with that, that entry level entrepreneur or that individual that's adding another layer of service to their business. And I also work with that, that entrepreneur that's scaling that wants to work with me uh, through understanding Pinterest. So what we're talking about is that entrepreneur that, that is coming to me. Yes, because they're, they're at a crisis point, right? They're at a point where they cannot connect their passion with their purpose, right? So I'll give you an example. There was this woman that I worked with and she was a mindset coach. She was all about time management. She knew it like the back of her hand, but then she started learning about Reiki and she felt called to start doing that in her business. And she couldn't figure out how to connect the dots. There was just something missing. And I, I, I sat and within 30 minutes, and this is how it typically goes. You jump into the conversation within 30 minutes because you're so close to it. When you're so close to it, it's hard to see the answer on the other side or to be able to connect the dots. So typically what ends up happening is I have to pull those things out. I just have to ask the right questions. And so I ask them to to lay it on the table. Well, why do you want to do this? Okay, well, what's really important to you? Um, And so ultimately, it's just getting really, really clear on those things that you're passionate about. And then also, what's the transformation or the change on the other side that you want for your customer? So now, if you were to advise other coaches out there, how would you help them kind of land on a pricing structure that uh, that makes them feel confident and and uh, able to ask for that price and not undersell themselves? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. So ultimately, I am not above giving it away for a low cost until you've nailed it. I'm a huge believer in market research, and I'm a huge believer in getting feedback. There's too many people that are putting themselves out there, and not, they're not proving their product, or they're not proving their their process, or or the things that they're they're selling to others. And so I'm a huge believer in perfecting the process. So when I started, I started consulting for 20 bucks a session. And I said, you know, I know that you need help when it comes to your messaging. I'm going to put this together. Let's have one session, 20 bucks. And then, um, you know, then I could tweak it, that I could ask for their feedback. And that's a beautiful spot to actually ask for testimonials as well. Did this help you? Yes. Okay, great. You grab that testimonial on that particular piece of what you're trying to sell of your product. Now in each area of what you're selling, you have testimonials to back it up. So when it comes to actually pricing your product, like I said, I'm not, I'm not below starting out and perfecting the process before charging, you know, what you're worth. That's what everyone says, charge what you're worth. When it comes down to it, if you haven't heard of the value ladder, what I highly recommend, you can head to my website and check it out, but, or you can Google it. Um, but the value ladder is essentially creating a customer journey that feels seamless. And so when you're trying to price out your offerings, you have to identify how does a customer first find you and how do they then jump on your email list? And are you creating a seamless process for them to just get a taste of your work and what you do and then start to um, start working with you throughout that process. And there might be people that want to jump to that large high ticket program that you have, but ultimately you got to prove yourself and you have to have some, some testimonials behind your belt in order to be able to charge what you're truly worth. Now, what I'll say is it may only take you three months. It may only take you six months. It may take you a year. It may take you two years, but ultimately you have to create results for people. That's what this business is all about. And once you start creating those results, that's when you can start charging more and more and more. 
One thing that I will say is most of the time people come in and they have that money mindset block where they're scared to charge anything. And so the game I'll play is throw a number out there and then I'll say, okay, now what if I said, you know, I, I go inch a little bit higher, inch a little bit higher. And, and usually there's that uncomfortable point where they're like, oh, that's really pushing out of my comfort zone. But I think I could probably do that. Um, and so, so push yourself to ask, ask yourself, is it true? Are you charging what you are worth right now? And yes, there's going to be a point of where you want to get to, but you got to build the results. That's what coaching is all about. It's about building the results and the transformation for people and leveraging those testimonials. So everyone can see what you can actually do for them. Yeah. When I'm counseling people in this, uh, with that question of what to charge, I say, Look yourself in the mirror. It's the number that you can say out loud without laughing. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know, and, and, and the same thing goes when you're creating a product. I heard this from my coach the other day, so I got to give him a little, a little bit of props for this, Brad Hart. He said, uh, he said, you know, when you're creating something, and actually this wasn't even Brad Hart, this was somebody else. Um, when you're creating something, when you're creating that product, or maybe it's a course, or maybe it's a curriculum, whatever it might be, throw a zero on the end of it, throw another zero. And then you're probably going to like, you're going to sit back in your chair and be like, I can't do that. And ultimately what you're going to do there is you're going to create that program so that you're given as much away as you possibly can so that you're going to provide them with the best results. And then once you do that, then you can take that zero away. That's what your program should do. It should create those amazing results, that wow factor. Because ultimately, the goal is to create those results. And so when you add that extra zero on, it's super intimidating as the creator. But ultimately, it pushes you to create the best product you can create, to create the best curriculum or program or whatever it might be. Right, because ultimately, you want your client to be wildly successful. Totally, exactly. And you want them to be able to, I mean, let's be honest, it's all about word of mouth. You create an amazing result for your clients they're going to love you forever and they're going to talk about it. It's just like a pair of yoga pants, right? You put those pair of yoga pants on and they fit like a dream and they make you feel like a hundred bucks, 20, I mean, thousand bucks, whatever you want to call it. You're going to tell people about them. It's any product out there that you love. So, so, so create a program that does the same for you. Now, if there's somebody out there that wants to learn more about uh, your practice and get a hold of you and connect with you in a variety of ways, I know on your website there's a variety of ways that someone can interact with you, but can you share the website? Yeah, it's uh, www.reinventyourhustle.com. And uh, if you want to find me on Instagram, that's where I hang out a lot. So happy to chat, DM me. We can we can talk through kind of where you're at. And uh, I'm always happy to, to get on a Zoom call too and, and chat it through with you. Well, Christine, thank you so much for sharing your story today. You're doing important work and we appreciate you. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. I appreciate it. All right, this is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on Coach the Coach Radio. 